Welcome to Order of Operations, a podcast about digital security for everyone. This is the very first episode. Welcome to my new project. It's uh, I want to have a conversation about security and what it means to be more secure online. A lot of people have some angst over that, and I'd like to help make that better. Through this process, I'm going to have various guests, and tonight I have Shmoo. She's here with me. Hi, Shmoo. Hi. You excited to talk about computer security? Well, I think that I'm probably a large chunk of, well, people out there. I'm here to represent the people because I definitely am, um, while I'm not completely blind to security, and of course I use the internet, I use all kinds of daily tools and technology to help me do my work and to just live. So, um, but I wouldn't say that I'm one of those people that would run up to you at any party and be like, oh my God, tell me what you learned today. What did you do for work? (laughs) Yeah. Um, that's the, that's the trick. That's why we're, we're here having this conversation. Um, interest me. (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk to you about passwords. Ooh, passwords. Yeah, I know this is a popular topic. Yeah. Like every social interaction, party, (laughs) dinner, meeting new friends, this seems to always come up. Yeah. Once you, people find out that you work in computers and especially with, you know, the non-design, the non-visual aspect, like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, it seems every day on the news we hear about some new breach, some new uh, instance where another 400 million passwords have been stolen and everybody wonders, am, am I secure? Has my identity been stolen? And how that matters and, and why if Target got hacked, how that affects your Bank of America account and things like that. So this is something that a lot of people don't really think about, and it's important to me. Well, on the other hand, I know that um, where we live here in this country, in, uh, in Germany and Europe, and even in the U.S., you know, the older generation, my parents specifically, do not really trust digital banking. They don't trust necessarily you know, using a credit card at the gas machine uh, at checkout. So, yeah, there's that other side of it, which is I'm just not going to do anything online whatsoever. Yeah, that, and like it or not, the world's moving in a digital direction. It's going to happen <laughs> whether you're on the train or not. Um, so instead of being afraid of it, learn to embrace it. And here's where breaches are going to happen. The most secure sites, they will eventually get hacked. It's a numbers game, and math always wins. So how do you keep yourself safe? One of the key things is to not reuse passwords. Oh, yeah, that's a fun one, right? (laughs) Especially because every single website, when you create a new account, they will tell you, oh, you can't, well, people like you say you can't reuse it, but then they're like, it has to be a minimum of this thing, and you can use numbers, or you shouldn't use special characters and there's no way well no yeah. way i mean there is a way they they sell password <laughs> log books yeah. a lot of people use the same password yep um or they write them down on a handy list yep on their uh, desk a, a common common tool actually is people categorize risk of uh of breach so like their form you know their uh well social media gets used for everything else but um forums that you log into or a one time um, yeah, uh, you're buying something for a website exactly yeah, yeah just something and it's a throwaway login and so you use the same password 
for all of those throwaway logins. And that's actually not a horrible thing, again, because it's something that you're just using once. You're not putting any uh, secure information in there. You're not well, saving. You, are, right? you shouldn't mean, be. You okay. should not be. If you're, if it's a throwaway account, you should not be storing your password, or I'm sorry, storing your credit card information in there. Storing um, any P, uh, PII. Sorry, that's jargon. Uh, personally identifying information. But they'll need like your shipping address sometimes, or um, and I get you know I know yeah. that they use generally third party billing systems, but I don't think a lot of people who haven't. Yeah. really thought about it know that so yeah. they think that you know if i don't use paypal or something which maybe is a whole mm. nother episode yeah um maybe they think that their credit card is being stored and it's being stored in their browser this gets back to the point of don't use the same password in multiple places okay. because it's hard to keep track of what information is where yeah the the categorization and so you'd have a throwaway password and then you'd have your this is my pretty secure this is places that i use often you know, Facebook, Reddit, um, maybe Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Oh. Your, all, all of your social media, um, maybe even your email address you'd use in this category that you'd think of in the medium. And then you have your secure sites like your bank account and your retirement funds and, and things like that where you're like, okay, this is this is the stuff that I need to keep super secure. And you'll make a variation of your password there. I would think the email actually would be amongst the higher end ones. The email is your absolute most important password to make sure is the most secure it can possibly be. You want to use MFA on that. You want it to be long. You want it to be impossible to remember. You don't want anybody to ever get access to your email because it's the silver bullet. It gets you access to everything else. If I can get access to your email, I can get access to your bank accounts. I can get access to your social media, I can get access to every forum you've ever been in because everybody uses your email address as your login. That's your login name because it's unique and it's unique across everything. So, so am I right? I, yes. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, you're right. Your, your email is the most important. And that gets us to using things like password managers because you got to keep all of these things separate. Reusing passwords is a bad idea because if the... Facebook got hacked and lost 2 billion passwords. You know, it's, and if you use the same password for Facebook as you do for your email, as you do for your credit card account, then the people who have access to those databases can now log in with your, using your username and email or password that you use in the same place in all of the most important places. So, And I think that now this is where even me being fairly familiar with password managers, I still have this base resistance to, oh my God, I don't know how to set up and have all these security measures on another program. And that just causes some initial, whether or not it's real, this um, barrier to entry. It, it is a real barrier to entry. You know, you've got a hundred sites that you go to in, in a month regularly. And over a year, maybe 500 sites that you go to. And all of these have unique now you have to keep unique identities for all of these places. And if you've been using the same email address or same password on all of these sites and it's just habit, you're not, you don't want to go in and all of the data entry that's involved with setting that up in a password log, uh, if you're doing it by hand or using one of the myriad number of uh, software programs out there that'll do this for you. 
Um, the software programs are getting much, much better about basically every time you log in going, hey, do you want to keep this secure over here? Your browsers even do it. And that's not a horrible thing. They're, they've gotten a lot better. But and they're generally free yeah. because they're included. Right? Absolutely. So it's like a barrier to entry to setting up another program that I have to download and then like blah. Or po possibly yeah. buy. And... Uh, exactly. And I know that, you, I mean, yeah. if you have a company that, you know, that does this, that's actually fantastic. And that's yeah. personally where I got into the habit of using it. But honestly, trying to get my mom into it is not been so successful <laughs> no but we've got it's gotten better she uses different passwords at places or at least variations on a theme <laughs> it's a step in the right direction so you're saying though that like how long would it take do you think to set for a regular person maybe like myself to get something like a one password set up so uh the short answer is a couple of minutes because you just start with one you you log you you use LastPass or 1Password or KeePass. All of these are varying prices. KeePass is open source and free. LastPass has their pricing structure. 1Password uh, has their pricing structure. And so you've got a range there. But all of them will work in the same way of you go to a site, you log in. The, there's a browser plugin, and it'll pop up a window saying, hey, do you want me to remember this password for you? And you just say yes. You just say yes. All right. Just for say all yes. Of them. And then after two months, you've got all of these passwords now in your manager, and they're all the same because you've been using the same password. And then you can go through, and different programs have different tools on this, but they'll prompt you. They'll be like, hey, I see that you're using this password in other places. I recommend that you change it. And then you can, that time for this site, because you have an extra five minutes right now, reset the password for that. And over the next six months, before you know it, you're down to only like 15 program or 15 sites that you use that need to be cleaned up. And you just take a Saturday afternoon and you just get it done. It's like spring cleaning. <laughs> it's not fun. Nobody likes it. Or even better, it, it's like going to the dentist because this is hygiene. This is password hygiene. Password hygiene. Yeah. So. Yeah. You got to keep it clean. <laughs> got to keep it clean. I know a lot. Most people have other things to worry about. Kids, yeah, kids, pets, work, vacation, vacation. Travel, work, yeah, health. and yeah, hygiene, keeping <laughs> yourself clean, keeping your house clean, all of that. This is just another thing to keep clean. There's lots of tools to help you make it easier. I think for most people, they, uh, you know, you have to clean your house because you're going to have friends over, right? That mm -hmm. forces you, or you know, you have your annual doctor's appointment, so you got to like be Boss. healthy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Dentist. Could you imagine what it would be like if we had an annual? Security oh, I would check. love that. Oh my God, that would make me so happy. <laughs> oh, got to get my, my password manager all cleaned up because the password manager guru is coming to look. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I don't know about all the other programs. Personally, I use uh, 1Password and they have a new tool. Well, it's not new anymore. It's been around for a while called Watchtower. And it literally does that. You can schedule it. So every six months, it gives you a report on what your hygiene's like. Yeah, I keep getting that message. <laughs> so yeah, that's my homework from yep. now on. Yeah, I'm. I have to schedule in time. Yep. And so the other thing with with these password managers is, you know, families. Everybody has their own identity. You know, I don't. You don't have access to my email, and you don't have access to my Facebook or Twitter or anything like that. But there's a lot of accounts that we do have that are shared. The 
uh, gas and electric bill, the Netflix. Netflix account, you know, all of these things where you have a shared account, but you want to keep that secure also, and you want to share that, but you don't want to write down your passwords on the, you know, the fridge you know, and have them there because you don't want the kids getting into the accounts and doing nasty things. So the password manager can allow you to share passwords with other people that are on you know, have access to your account and certain things are available and other things aren't. And there's just a lot of tools around securely sharing data now. So that's a big help. Yeah. You don't seem convinced. Yeah, I just, again, I, it, it's my thing. You know, I always think, oh, a new program that really watches over everything I do, it's, it's going to be hard to set up. Yeah, and a lot of people ask me uh, specifically for 1Password they store your password on the cloud, and I'm using your, the ever-famous air, air quotes on that. Uh, just remember the cloud's just somebody else's computer. Uh, it's no different than yours. And is that secure? And mm. we can get into some of the, the technical side of things and dig into how 1Password stores your password data using a key that they don't have. You're the only person who has that key they make sure that you uh, record that key securely and warn you that if you lose the key and your password for one password, uh, you're locked out. That's they, they can't crack your account. They can't give you access to it. So yeah. LastPass is doing similar things, but I believe all of your data is stored locally and they just share amongst devices that you want. You can use things like Dropbox for sharing vaults, which, whether you're using KeyPass uh, or LastPass or 1Password or pass this or pass that or <laughs> pass the other thing. Um, and you're not uh, paid by them. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just a really good idea. Yeah, yeah. This is a, it's a personal picadillo of mine, so. <laughs> yeah, so I think um, one thing you didn't really mention was what kind of future do you see for order of operations? Ah. Order of operations going down the yeah. road. Let's go back to that original topic of like, why are you doing this? As you said, uh, every time that we're at a social gathering and people find out what I do, they ask me about it. And they're like, oh, you should talk about this more. And so here I am sort of giving that a whirl. Uh, I'm passionate about it. I love talking about this sort of thing. I love geeking out about it, whether, you know, it could be poker or computer games or blacksmithing or traveling. All of these things I really love. And just as much, I love talking about security. So uh, yeah. then some of the other topics that I'm looking forward to talking about are uh, things like data storage. How do I keep my the things that I want to share with the world separate from the things that I don't want to share with the world? And how do I make the things that I don't want to share with the world accessible to me in multiple places in, uh, at the same time? or if I want to share it with one other person and make sure that they're the only people that have access to it. Whether this is um, intellectual, intellect, intellectual property or uh, just you know photos from a girls weekend out and what happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas anymore. It somehow stays on the internet. Or big commercial clients like I've Yep, or big commercial <laughs> clients and you want to, to share with your client. Yeah, those sorts of things get me up in the morning, so. And you have actually a pretty impressive roster of people that you've worked with and gotten to know through the years. So I know that um, that should be some interesting 
nuggets of wisdom right there. Yeah, I'm hoping to bring a lot of other people in as guests to talk to about various topics, everything from uh, actual like security experts that I go to for help and uh, with my work and making sure that I'm doing best practices there. You know, and they can talk about, they can get as geeky as you want with the math and the encryption and how various types of encryption are better or worse than others and all of these other things. Uh, we can talk about uh, cryptocurrency and whether that's secure and what that means. Talk, mm-hmm. talk about uh, things with software engineers who use security but don't know all of the, the math behind it and best practices there to just, you know, friends of mine across the street that don't use Facebook because they're afraid of uh, everything on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also hope that people who end up listening to this will also have some interesting questions for you. Um, I think that actually it's a super amazing opportunity to be able to just reach out to someone who has this knowledge and uh, you probably won't send them a bill. No, no, no <laughs> bills, no bills. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been fun and we'll talk to you next week.